What is going on, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in. Episode three. This is the Accidental Parents Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lucas. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Amanda's I, had a long day. I, guys, my name is Amanda. If you are just tuning in to my the name's podcast, Amanda. But I, <laughs> did I say that weird? <laughs> no. I, but we are recording this literally the night before it's supposed to go live because we just this week has been crazy are we allowed to tell people that of course we make the rules are we yeah it's this is transparency right here <laughs> yeah. yeah episode is this episode's dropping in less than 12 hours it actually drops at 12 a.m tuesday so in like three hours four hours no it's a 15 yeah four hours yeah wow yeah yeah. Hello, anyway. world. <laughs> anyway, we um we've had quite the weekend, and we're jumping on here to talk to you guys about it. So surprise, we got married. We got married. In Not in Vegas, though. No, no, we didn't get married in Vegas. That that was a little bit too much. Not my speed. I don't think I could do that. No, if you could drink, I mean, it'd be if you could. I, mean, I don't want to do the whole tacky Vegas thing. Sorry if you got married in Vegas. Just not my vibe. You know me. I don't like to stay out till 9 p.m. I mean, but there's a lot of layers to this story because we would have, I mean, we we had a wedding planned. We had a big wedding celebration planned and look at us. You're right. There's a lot of, there's a lot of different a lot of layers. ways we probably could have done this if we didn't have a baby in where we are now. So let's yeah, just we got married. Of, let's You're my go wife. back. You're my wife. Let's go back. I know. You're my husband. It's It feels really... Well, how does it feel for you? I think it feels awesome. Yeah, I think it's it feels, sexy. I like calling you my wife. Yeah. I'm not sure if I like wifey. I don't think I like wifey. Just feels a little like... Yeah. I mean, I don't... Feels a little domestic. Not a fan of it. <laughs> feels a, it sounds a little too white. White people. Yeah. Just not... It's not, not me. But wifey, I do like that we are now an established union. You union. Union. I was I meant to say union or unit, and it just kind of all morphed in one. But let's go back for anybody who is like, "Whoa, you guys aren't married." I I didn't know you guys were not married. Did, when did you guys get engaged? People yeah, we decided be... to not do the shotgun wedding because fuck that. So let's go back. When we got pregnant with Lennox, because this is accidental parents, we, our life is so much dictated by our son in the best way. And we also still try to do our best to dictate it on our, uh, on our own, regardless of the fact that we have a kid. So we really, when it came down to marriage, we knew that it was something we wanted to do, even though we aren't really like the biggest marriage type, but we knew it was something we wanted to do and we always wanted to do it our way. Definitely. And so I want to go back to when we found out that we were pregnant, I feel like the common thing to do for anyone who finds out that, that they just got that they're pregnant and they're going to have a baby and you know, they're in a relationship. Maybe they don't feel like this is my soulmate but they do know that this is a relationship they want to continue with. There's so much pressure to get married. There's a lot of pressure to get married. I mean, especially if you're religious too, you know, um, respectfully religious. It's it's a lot of pressure. It's like, especially when you have a big family and you're involved with your family, breaking the news at a young age and having it be very unexpected. It's It's a question that's asked, you know. I also think that 
whether you're religious or not, it's sort of the status quo thing to do. Yeah, I think it is for sure. And I think we were just in a point where, I mean, the baby was unexpected and unplanned. We weren't about to just throw in a wedding on top of all that shit. Right. There was no way. You know, I, and- I really wanted to be married. So let's let's kind of kind of start over. So when we got pregnant, we knew that we wanted to wait until we gave birth to have a wedding. Yeah, that we, was one of the first conversations we had. You actually were going back and forth with I was because it, it's it I that's so funny you You were going you back and forth up. with with proposing to me. Not necessarily us getting married. We knew we weren't going to have a wedding before, but you were going back and forth proposing to me. Yeah, it was definitely a major mental battle for me at the time because you know, I love your family, I love your parents and it was big unexpected news and then an, I'm sitting with the fact of what's the right thing to do, you know, what's the civil thing to do and respectful. that respectful, I guess. And that was a big situation for me where I knew I necess- I wasn't necessarily ready for that step. I wasn't ready for a child, you know, so I didn't want to add something else I wasn't ready to to just fucking wake up one day and have baby engagement and wedding all done in one blink, you know. I wanted to just kind of hold on the brakes but yeah I, there was a, a few moments where i was really considering just ask just at least asking you to marry me putting a ring on you and you told me that and i said absolutely not and you got mad at me <laughs> i did i th- <laughs> you got really mad at me i think it's because it, i think uh it was partly an insecurity of mine just you know thinking that what if i'm gonna ask you to marry me you're gonna tell me no are you fucking kidding me <laughs> You know, so I was like, how dare you? You also are somebody who had a lot of expectations around marriage. Absolutely. It crushed me. I mean, yeah, I wanted, I saw my life laid out. (laughs) Don't live your life that way, by the way. I saw my life laid out with you. You know, I saw a future of the engagement once college was over and I moved out to Denver and then the marriage and then the baby. So baby came first before everything. And I was like, there's, okay, that's one of the three big kahunas. I need to, we need to slow the fuck down. There's no way, you know, I want to be able to, to ask you to marry me and celebrate with the bottle of champagne afterwards and not have to worry about you being pregnant, you know, and that's why we postponed our wedding. Well, so but hold that's on, before a little we get farther there. down, yeah. <laughs> and I think I have always been different in the fact where I was never the girl who envisioned my wedding. I was never like, I'm going to wear a white dress and I'm going to have all these bridesmaids and we're going to do this and this. And I've always been so much more like I write my own future. I respect it's nothing that. set in stone. And so I think when, when you know, we got pregnant and, and just everything that kind of unfolded there, I think I've always been a little bit better at going with the flow because I haven't had those expectations, whereas you had. But that's a very normal Yeah, way contrary to feel. contrary to you, I as a as a I mean, my whole life, even as a kid, I always dreamed about the wedding. Yeah. That was a big moment for me, the whole Yeah. You know, first dance with my wife, the I do thing, you know, you may kiss the bride. That was definitely something I was looking forward to. But that's also an interesting part of the story where I didn't want to fucking wait that yeah. long. I, it was too, I didn't so want to wait. And... We, we definitely decided that we didn't want to, one, get engaged when I was pregnant and two, get married soon after that either because we really 
Lucas and I have been together for eight years since we were 16 years old. We know we're going to be together for forever. Yeah, we knew the marriage was going to come. I think we just needed to spend time in the reality and the, you know, the situation that we were naturally in and we didn't have time to really think about anything else. Well, no, I think a big thing for me was that I didn't want to feel like we were just getting married because we were having a baby. That's a great point. That wasn't, that was, the, that was the biggest thing for me is I knew I loved you and I knew I wanted to marry you for loving you and wanting to do my life with you and you be my life partner, regardless of the fact that we had a baby. And so I didn't want that to be conflated. I didn't want people to be like, oh, now they're engaged, of course, because they have a baby together. For and sure. Even just in my own head, I didn't want to ever think, wow, did we just get engaged because we unexpectedly got pregnant? No, and that's also a natural reason why I didn't revert to, okay, now we're pregnant. Now I must ask you to marry me because, yeah. no, I wasn't fucking ready for that point. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it. And when know? we mean not ready, it's not like you want, you still were unsure of if I were the person you wanted to spend your life with. It was just we didn't want to hit that that uh, big life moment yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so when well, we... Well, that's... Yeah, that, that, sorry. I, that wasn't known. <laughs> no, I guess yeah, I should have yeah. made that more clear. No, I'm just explaining for anyone who, who may... Yeah, I mean, shit. Have... I mean, we were 22 years old. Yeah. And we found out we were pregnant with... With Lennox, you know, what are we going to add an engagement ring and a marriage on top of that? Yeah, it was a lot. It was too much. And so, you know, and again, whenever we explain our story and our thought processes, like if you did it differently, we're not here to judge you. Definitely We're just not. here to explain why we did what we did, because I think a lot of people could be feeling the same way and, and might find it hard to articulate these feelings in a situation or an environment that's really not conducive to being open-minded about doing things differently. Absolutely. And so for for us, we, we gave birth to Lennox. And then I remember probably around like spring of 2021. So Lennox was born in September 2020. Spring, September 2021, I really was starting to feel like myself again. I was about to stop breastfeeding. I was starting to get that itch of like, okay, I think it might be time to like start the process of getting engaged because we we also did want to continue growing our family. Absolutely. Our whole our whole like plan, even though plans are just not our our style, I guess. Our whole plan was to conceive the next baby on our honeymoon. So we knew we wanted our our kids to be somewhere between 2 and 3 years apart at most. And so I knew like okay, I think it's start, It's starting to be time to get engaged and start that process. Well, yeah, after you falling, after you getting pregnant and then having Lennox, of course, that starts the, the clock of thinking about, okay, now I need to figure out a ring and now I need to figure out but I think how I'm going to ask you to marry me, which is a whole nother conversation. In this, but I so. think what was really important for me was, was that I really – needed to feel like myself and like an individual because I always was like, I don't want to be pregnant at my wedding and I don't want to be um, breastfeeding at my wedding either because I want to be my own individual person walking down that aisle totally. when I when I marry you. So yeah, so we we knew we wanted to get the ball rolling with wedding and marriage and we did want to have a wedding. That was the plan. Yeah, we had we absolutely wanted to have a wedding and we 
planned a wedding. Well, let's go back. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the proposal. Oh, we haven't. You're, you're right. <laughs> you get ahead of yourself. So, spring, I was ready. And I think I think I probably, like, nudged you. Like, when are we going to, you know, whatever, start the process. And is you, this, so this is spring after Lennox was yes, born. Yes, so. that's what I said. Spring 2021. Okay. Yeah. Did so we like, ever have that conversation? I don't remember having no, a conversation. No, but I think I, of- I sort of, like, hinted a few times of, like, I, I think, you know, or, like, when is it going to happen? Like, I think I probably joked around a few times. I'm trying to think of when I, like, knew the plan, when I knew I was going to make it happen. Well, you know? I think the I biggest... I knew for a fact that I didn't want you to be pregnant when, yeah. it, when it happened. But I, I think the biggest thing was that we... It was the ring thing. I think I asked you, like, hey, are, you know, do you... Are you thinking of, like, a ring soon? Like, have you designed anything? How, do you know what you're going to get? And I remember you being like, yeah, I know what I'm, you're going to get. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, no, I need to be a part of this process. Oh, yeah. That's a great conversation. I'm going to be the one wearing the ring for the rest of my life. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I think that was also part of the that reason was big news for why me. you got mad in the beginning, beginning when I was pregnant with Lennox, when I said I didn't want to get married or get, get engaged when I was pregnant. Because I think that you always had this expectation of, the proposal and, and all of that is on your hands and I don't have any say. Yeah, that was kind of how I l- always looked at it. I thought it was, you know, it's I put together pretty much everything other than the wedding in a sense. Um, and I was hell bent and I totally thought I was going to design, you know, your wedding ring. And it was going to be simple. It was going to be a great, you know, sleek design. But what I I mean, of course, I called your parents and spoke to them about what I wanted to do and how I wanted to ask you to marry me. And luckily they had an heirloom diamond for me, which was your mother's first diamond, which was amazing. Um, and that's special, you know, so they had the diamond and they wanted to give it to me. And so I was like, okay, I had the diamond. Now it's time to go on this journey of putting together a ring and designing it on my own. And so I think, yeah, you did ask me about it. And I was like, don't worry about it. You know, I'm putting a ring together and you're like, hold the phone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no. Be- you're like, I've been I've been researching jewelers. I know where I want you to get this ring. I, I, I know what I want it to look like. I want to help. And I was like, what the fuck? This is not how that works. And if you're a woman and you have already been engaged to or proposed to and um, are maybe married, you know that you are an intricate part of the process always. And that's Whether hilarious. I had no idea. I, when you said you wanted to be, you wanted to help design your ring and you wanted to be a part of it, aka like you would know what it would look like, wasn't happy. Well, whether anyone listening is like, yeah, I designed my entire ring or they're like, I sent photos to my man on Pinterest of what the ring that I wanted looked like. So they had some, I think every woman has some sort of hand in the process, but look, we're going to get into this a little bit later. Marriages in the traditional sense is not something I fuck with. I don't like the history of it. I don't like what it really stands for in terms of it being a sacrament and an exchange of property and, and literally like my ownership going to you. I don't like that sense of it. And so if, you know, this was my thought process beforehand. If I were going to get married, it was going to be on my terms. And I was going to have the ring that I wanted that really exuded my energy. 100%. And felt like me. And so I found this kick-ass jeweler called Young in the Mountains. 
I should honestly get them to sponsor me before I give them a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, at the end at the end of the day, it was the best process that could have ever happened. You know, you getting to design and you know help design the ring was phenomenal. And I really didn't. Though. And it made no. And you really we didn't. Really, what no. we just went in and I said, "Oh, I like that. I like this." No, definitely. And, then I let and you, you kind of do the rest. No, for sure, for sure. And you made my job way easier. And I'm you know crazy for not even thinking about that in the first place. And I'm very happy you had a lot to do with the ring because it's at the end of the day it's the ring that you're wearing and there's only one person that needs to really be happy with it and that's you and i i just like know there are so many women out there who didn't get to have a say in their wedding rings and they're always the women who go and get them changed like at talk about rings like where's my ring at though <laughs> i know you're gonna get yours you're gonna get yours they actually email me back because we're getting his at young in the mountains as well we're gonna get it it's gonna be really cool it's gonna be pretty much like matching mine in a sense but we're going to be vibed out, ringed out, okay. swagged out. Regardless of the point with the ring. I'm kind of like, that's one thing I'm looking forward to, honestly, yeah. rocking the ring. Yeah, you know? it's badass. It's it's a commitment. Look at me, I'm such a dad, married, I think that's married what I, dad guy. But that's what I, I, I think I like about marriage is that dude it's... Dude being a guy, married dude guy. <laughs> Are you Casey With the Fry? ring. Fry. Shout out Fry. Casey Fry. I knew I wanted to have a say in the ring. Lucas got the ring, but I basically picked out what I wanted and it was beautiful. And then do you want to go into when we got engaged and how? Yeah. So, I mean, I knew I wanted to do it outside. The mountains were a place that we loved and we had our special spot, this little spot outside of Idaho Springs, Colorado. And don't tell people what it is. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I'm going to tell them, I'm not going to tell them the actual spot. I'm just going to tell them it's outside of Idaho Springs. Um, and so I knew I wanted to make it epic and special and, and super cool and, and remote. So we went out to our remote spot and went on for a nice little hike up the mountain. And I asked you overlooking a beautiful view and it was fucking magical and it was perfect. Um, what'd you think about and it? And I knew, I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out your, uh, your friend Hannah there. Well, okay. No, my friend Hannah told me like, two years ago when we were drinking forever. I knew like that spot was ago. the spot for, for years. Yeah. And you told Hannah, so you can't fault. Hannah. Well, it was a drunk night. Like one of the first times we were there. Yeah. We were all together and I was like, I'm going to ask Amanda to marry me here. Yeah. But, and then she ended up telling you like a, a little bit later on. This was before we got pregnant. Like she, little did she know, you know? And so Anyway, I know the real reason I knew that you were going to do it is because I knew it was coming up. I knew that we were going to probably do it soon, probably in the summer. And I also, you have to realize, and if you're a parent, you understand this. Like if there's a night that like my, that the, our, your son or your kid is going and spending with their grandparents and you know, like that's, that's a ordeal that's already taken care of and we get alone time and we're going to somewhere and you were even saying we're going camping on, you know, like. There were just like two. Yeah, I think in my whole because I was also planning a a big surprise party too for you. You know, I called all of your best friends. I got all of my best, you know, best friends together, um, and we kind of did a whole shebang. So I was putting that together, and I think in my just whole surprises aren't the easiest to pull off you no, know especially also, a big surprise like that and i'm i fucking wear my feelings on my sleeve you know you know exactly when something's on my mind so it was challenging for me to to really keep my cool through all of this because i knew it was it was a big moment and it was coming up and 
I'm I didn't want just, you to know about it, so I... I'm also just not an aloof person. Like, I, I know what the fuck is going on always. No, I mean, you're smart as a whip. I mean, you can't get anything past you, but at the end of the day, it's the effort that... No, but I will say matters. you did a fabulous job at keeping your cool. Like, you really were even keeled. You didn't seem overly on edge or emotional or stressed out. You, you were totally... If I didn't know it was coming up and, like... Hannah hadn't planted that seed literally two years ago. Like I probably wouldn't have known. And to to your point is I didn't know that all of our friends were in town for an, a surprise engagement party the day after either. Right. Which See, was so I badass. always figured that like every chick low key knows when they're gonna yeah you know get asked hundred percent. So I wanted another factor that would just totally catch you. You know, and it without... was the sickest thing ever. Lucas had my friends who didn't live in Colorado fly out. He had his friends fly out. We had a huge engagement party at my parents' house. My mom put on an awesome party with de- decor and, and food, and it was amazing. And then they also got a party bus for us afterwards to take us around Denver. And, and It was a great here. time. And, and for those who weren't invited, don't take it personally. It was a very meticulous number that I had to put together. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here like, oh, fuck. No, <laughs> but, you know, also, too, I always think back to that night and I'm like, why didn't I get more hammered? But I also... Was, I don't know. I think... I was a little stressed because I knew that Lennox was at my parents and my parents were also having a good time. And, like, I... Everyone else was, I don't know, sometimes whenever everyone else is getting really fucked up. You're like, someone needs to be yeah, sober here. <laughs> I'm like, I honestly kind of go to mom mode. And I'm, and also, too, it's it's hard when you're a mom to switch that mom mode off. And so, I don't know. But I'm, I am I had the best time yeah, ever. Yeah, I, I think we need to work on that switch every now and then. I know. <laughs> but I had the best time ever. And, okay, so fast forward. That was our engagement. After we got engaged, we really hit the ground running. Yeah, it with, was time to plan a wedding. With planning. I, For sure. I scheduled a, <laughs> a place to look at wedding dresses. I found my wedding dress at the first place I went to. We found a wedding venue. Literally the first venue that we went to, we were like sold. This is it. We scheduled a wedding planner. We were looking at uh, caterers and, and getting things in order for that. And then about a month later, I find out that I'm pregnant again. Well, yeah. So a month later, we Lennox's birthday comes around. Well, hold on. So we got engaged in, in July. Lennox's birthday is September. So wedding is planned. It's going to be great. We got the venue. Everything's fantastic. It wasn't completely planned, but things were... I mean... The ball was rolling. It was pretty planned. It was not completely planned, Lucas. All we had to do was just send out the invitations, essentially. And get the videographer and the photographer and the music and the everything else. Yeah, so we had to like... Put... Yeah, there was a lot of shit. <laughs> we had the location, though. But let's... I want to explain this in the origins of like as, as, as organic and as deep as it can get. And let's start with birth control. Okay. So... You got off of birth control because, you know, birth control fucks with women's hormones. It fucked with you 100%. I completely support it. We found something called Fexi, which is fantastic. Shout out to Fexi, non-hormonal birth control. explain the story, by the way. But I'm going to explain it this time okay. for the viewers. <laughs> not uh, Non-hormonal birth control, you know, it's not like a pill she has to take every day. It's just a gel you insert. It's like high citric acid. Has a little funky smell, but 
Do you That's even all know what good. it does and how it works? No, I have no idea. I'm over here like <laughs> saying scientific. It basically changes the pH levels of your vagina so it makes it unlivable for sperm. Yeah, so we revert to Fexi where, you know, the birth control is inserting the Fexi gel before we have sex. So that's something we have to do before we have sex. And that's fine. It's working for forever, for months. We love it. It's fantastic. Also, we're parents. We don't have many nights out. Lennox's first birthday rolls around. I've got my dad in town. Our friends invite us out to a Saturday night of drinking and, and hanging out. My dad's like, you guys go have fun. I'll stay with Lennox. This was one of the first nights we've had, and you know, it was it was rare. So we go out, have a good time, make it home, park in the garage. I'm going step by step here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Essentially, long story short. We don't even make it up the stairs before having sex. And the Fexi was just forgotten about that night. Yep. Didn't use it. It's not like in, it's not like I've finished inside of you every time either. It was it was a pull out situation as well, from what I remember. You right. You can't make that that But it, it was there was a lot of alcohol involved and next thing you know, it was the one night we didn't have Fexi and also the one night that you were ovulating, so which I didn't realize it was, I was meant ovulating. to be. AKA was meant to be. Didn't realize I was, was ovulating until literally the day I found out I was pregnant. And so I that was back, exciting. That I was fun. I looked back on my tracker and it was like, oh, September 18th. At least it was a fun sexual experience. Okay. So what was the point of telling that story? Just so the people know. Okay. <laughs> anyway. That, that was, was like, that was for the people. That was so for you, beside people. the point. You're welcome, people. But okay. Um, so then we find out that we're pregnant and we're still planning on doing a wedding. We're still like, you know what? It's totally no, fine. No, I think we were we always just... no-go on the wedding. I think as soon Lucas, as we found out, no? We postponed the wedding at the venue to 2023. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, we, yeah, of course. Originally. Yes. So, when we I th- found out that I, I was pregnant. I thought you were referring to no. not even changing the original date. When we found out that we were pregnant for the second time, when we had already set a date. So, our original date was May 7th, 2022. So literally in like, I don't know, two months from now. And so when we found out we were pregnant in October, we were like, oh shit, you know, we, I don't, I didn't want to be eight months pregnant at my wedding. No, definitely Fuck not. that. Definitely not. Because I mean, come to think about it, it's not just wedding, it's wedding and then it's honeymoon. And yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't ideal to me. Didn't sound fun. So we were like, okay, we'll just stick with the venue. We'll stick with everything that we've already planned. We'll we're postpone just gonna it a year. We're just going to pu- push back the date for a year because I also knew I didn't want to get I didn't want to get married freshly postpartum. I really what was that our doorbell? No, that was my my pretty the pretty naked notification. Okay. Um, I also knew that I didn't want to be to have a wedding freshly postpartum because if anybody's been through postpartum, you know that shit's everywhere. Your hormones are everywhere. You don't feel like yourself. There's a baby on your boob. Like there's just like a lot going on. During a wedding, you want to worry about literally nothing but absolutely enjoying yourself and having a fucking great time. Right. So essentially what happened was we were like, okay, we're going to push it back a year. So I'll be almost a year postpartum with the baby number two. And we settled on a date July 29th. Of 2023. Was, that, was it July yes. 29th? Of 2023. So we pushed it back a year and a few months. Well, then what happened was we found out that our wedding venue was kind of sketch and like told us that we never released 
our original date. Essentially, the communication between the date change was not up to par. And there was a situation where... They wanted to take more money from us and then... Yeah, so it was just a situation where fuck that. Us a wedding. Moving yeah. on to the... To, you so know, things to fell a new apart venue. with the venue because yeah. they were they were really not great with communication. And, you know, if if things continue to be worse with them, I will shout them out. And I will go further into detail of what the fuck happened. <laughs> um, but we're not even going to go there. But anyway, things fell apart with the venue. And so then we were sort of at square one. We were like, okay, I'm six months pregnant, five months pregnant at this point. We don't have a wedding venue my like we don't want to spend x amount more money definitely but what are we gonna do and also you know a huge part of me when you were pregnant for number two and then we had to postpone the wedding i knew that i we needed to be married i wanted to be married before this second child came yeah that was why you know 100 percent. that was a big thing for me i did not want to have another baby you know where your last name is not the same as theirs we're not a family unit it was just time where i i don't think either of us were were willing to wait until next year to you know well, make that and officially i also happen. found out that everyone who gets married has to get the marriage license at least signed absolutely before that they get they get married so it actually doesn't like mean because because we're in colorado we could officiate our own wedding whereas in maybe alabama i don't really know if this is like accurate but in other states you have to get it officiated by a third party. And so people can go in and sign their license, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're married. Right. For us, it did because we could officiate our own wedding but or our marriage. But anyway, when I knew that you still had to go in to the marriage license office and do that process, whether it was official or not, I was sort of like, well, let's just make it official so I can start the process of changing my last name before baby number two comes. And then we're all, we all have the same last name and things are good. We're married. We we have that. And then we can think about a wedding later on. Absolutely. And there's still plenty of room for a big celebration, which we will have with our friends and family. Well, so we haven't even talked about how we got married. <laughs> you we should keep, talk about that. You keep going like, and then we're going to have a celebration. <laughs> and podcast over. See you guys next no. week on episode number four. So essentially... When we realized, okay, we definitely wanted to get at least paper married before this next baby. For sure. And also, too, our wedding venue went to shit. We were sort of just like, what are we waiting for at this point? Absolutely. And why would we waste our time and our money and our energy trying to plan a wedding that is a year and a half in the future and just going to add more stress and just honestly didn't feel authentic anymore. And it was time and you know, we're at a we're in a really amazing part of our, you know, point in our relationship and I think we're just we were ready to just say fuck it and let's get this let's get this thing over with and make it so happen. So we planned I think 2 weeks before we actually went into the marriage license office and and got married on March 4th. So 2 weeks before that we we made the appointment. And we didn't tell anybody. We didn't <laughs> and tell I think that's parents. kind of our style, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, like the Bonnie and Clyde, like, let's not tell a soul. Let's roll up to the courthouse, just, you know, us and our child and, well, here's the thing and do too. it ourselves. I knew that I've always been someone that's very intuitive with what I want to do and have to do things my way. And... I also am somebody that when it comes to big life things, I know what I want to do. I know what feels right for me. And that might not 
feel right to everybody else. And I don't even want to be infiltrated by any opinions or any other thoughts or any any other perspectives on our situation. And also, I'm somebody that puts myself out there every damn day with everything. I share everything. So when it comes to really big things, that's why I waited five months when I what are five months to announce that I was pregnant with Lennox because I, when it comes to really big things, I want them to feel sacred. I want them to be special and I want to really just experience them on my own with my loved ones. Yeah. And I think that was the best part about, you know, us spontaneously getting married because it was sacred. It was just, right. you know, it was us and, <laughs> and luckily there was no one else there. It's not like we were, it would have yeah. sucked if we had to like wait in line, yeah. you know, to sign our marriage papers. So essentially what happened is we, it was like 2 PM on a Friday and I wore a cute little white sundress. Lucas wore a button down. Lennox wore a cute button down. Yeah. The plan was to go, you know, get, get the paper signed and then go frolic and have a nice day and go out and get some dinner. Yeah. And so we, literally got there and we signed the paper it was so funny because well we got there we rolled to the first place and the security guards like this is the dmv (laughs) marriage place is down the hall to the left yeah we're like oh okay thank you (laughs) and uh so we we like walked up to the to the desk and the lady was so sweet and super nice we were were so fucking nervous because we were like oh my god (laughs) like what if we because here's the thing i've always heard like you know like it, it just was so easy, honestly, to get married. It was super easy. And so it was almost like, this is too easy. Like, are they going to catch us? Like, what's going on? Yeah, I know. I know. You know it felt like I, a little... Yeah, because I, I, I figured maybe they would, you know, interrogate us a little bit more. Because little do they know, you know, you could be some... I don't know. We could get be getting married on some gnarly circumstances. Yeah, but it's really not any of their business if I'm a U.S. citizen, you know? Yeah. And so how could you say no to us? We're like walking in big old smiles with a baby. We're like, Hey, (laughs) we're nervous. So we like said where we live, our name, our, (laughs) we gave our IDs. We, we told them our parents' names and then we literally paid 30 bucks and we, (laughs) we literally on our marriage license, it says who is the officiating party. And it says ourselves. Yeah. You wrote ourselves, which, which is, I think is badass. I love the coolest that shit. fucking thing ever. And, and then after we we're done, out, cause there's a big, like big piece of plexiglass in between us and the, and the clerk. So I asked her, I was like, Hey, do you mind kind of coming around and taking a picture of us? And she was super nice. And she did. And like I said, luckily the place was empty. It was us and the clerks. It would have been interesting waiting in line. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was, I mean, it was so ideal and perfect. And so what I want to now say is the reason that I feel like this was a really aligned way for us to get married was because I've always been someone who's had a little bit of confusion around whether or not whether, how I want to get married, because I always knew that I wanted to get married. And I do like the idea of of having a partnership and having a unionship and, and us creating a unit and a life together. But I always knew that in the sense of having a big ceremony, in the sense of wearing a white dress, in the sense of all the traditionalities of it, 
it didn't feel authentic to me. And so I think this was a perfect way for, for me, honestly, to approach marriage because it was on my terms and we were able to officiate our fucking selves. Yeah, I think I think your favorite part about us getting married is that you got to sign the paper. Like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you were like, there, because here's you were the like thing. the kid like with the coloring book and you're like, no, this is my coloring book. These are my crayons. <laughs> because here's like, the, I didn't even get to touch it. Here's the thing. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about it, who... Why do you need anybody to officiate your marriage? Because you're asking permission. Why do I have to ask permission to marry you? Well, I think the whole officiating thing is... Is permission. Well, does that not stem from like the religious figure officiating your wedding? Maybe. But you know? But in other senses, if it's not religious, it's it's you, in a sense you have to have like a witness. Are there any marriages that aren't religious? Yeah. There are? Yeah. I mean, nowadays, in modern time, yeah, there's a lot well, I'm of... I'm saying, like, there's the There's a origin, lot of marriages that ceremonies I'm, I'm talking, that like, the origin of Oh, marriage. well, no. Marriage is a sacrament. It's literally a sacrament. But anyway, I want to ask, like, why, why do you feel like it was a really authentic way for us to get married? Well, I mean, if I'm being quite frank... In my opinion, the authentic the authentic way of getting married is the white dress. It's the big ceremony. It's the I do and the you may now kiss the bride. That's how I always wanted to have a wedding. That's how I saw my wedding as for my whole life. But in this circumstance, it's a point where I'm a man. I'm a father. I love the, the mother of my child and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. I have a baby, another baby on the way. It's my obligation to, and and just the way I naturally feel to make this, to make my family a complete unit. You know, it'd be different if we didn't have a child in this world and we weren't going to have another child in this world. You know, I'm not going to have two kids with, with a woman that I love and I want to spend the rest of my life with and not give her that devotion of marriage Mm. you know i want i want to make that happen i want to i want to make it cemented before you know our family of three becomes a family of four Mm -hmm. because i'm i see myself as you know the second half of of this unit Mm -hmm. and i have kids with with you and i love you and i want to marry you and i want to make it happen Mm -hmm. you know it's just i want to make it happen especially before our second child comes into this world yeah and that's how i felt straight up point blank you know and i love i i know the whole tradition of the last name is the maybe the property or my my biggest honor in life is you taking my last name just be thankful you have a good last name (laughs) <laughs> that's like i mean but but honestly like no i know you have no idea how much that means to me yeah giving me that like taking my last name i mean that alone makes me want to die for you mm. you know like that's yeah. the most powerful thing for me and getting to make that happen and and getting you know, having you share my name and then my, my kids sharing your name, that's fucking, that's my life. That's so meaningful to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what I want to live for and, you know, die for and breathe for, you know? So I yeah. love you and thank you for, for giving me that honor, honestly. I love you. I love you. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, 
I've never been somebody that's been opposed to changing my last name. I, for a while, wanted to get rid of my middle name and then make DeMarco my middle name and then have Fowler be my last name. But I've always liked the idea of having um, my husband's last name. And I think because for me... Did you always see yourself having a husband Yes. growing up? Yes. Yeah, I always saw myself having... Because here's the thing. I always looked at a husband as a life partner. I never looked at it as like, oh, he's my husband. And like, I'm, right. we have these domestic gender roles in the household and I'm going to be with the kids. And yeah. You saw be- it as like, my husband's going to be my best friend. Yes. hundred percent. Well, it's going to be your, like, you know, how, how men kind of marry their mother, women kind of marry their father. Yeah. You know, your dad is the most playful best friend, yeah. you know, kind of dad. So it's like, that's how you saw your husband. hundred percent. Sure. And so... For me, I never, I never was opposed to change my last name because also I think that if for th- so because Lucas and I have been together for eight years, it's very easy for some for something like this to not feel like a new chapter. But I think you know because we're not having a wedding either, and and changing my last name feels so monumental in the fact of like, hey, this is me, like stepping into a new chapter with you. Right. And, I feel like it's a new chapter. Yeah, for and sure. like. Also, too, I, I'm ready to assume, like, a new identity in a sense of, of um, like, just a, as, as a unit. Like, I think for me, the biggest thing about marriage is that we are finally able to create our own family. And for that's sure. the coolest part for our me. Our Wi-Fi password has been Fowler family for, like, I know. But I <laughs> two think, and a half years. <laughs> I think also, too, the biggest reason ever for me ever wanting to change my last name is so that i can have the same last name as my kids right that's very important i'm just doing it so we match our wi-fi password (laughs) no but i i mean i think for me it's because i always think back to like when you look at the family trees when you look at like and ancestry and you see all the different like family trees yeah i've always wanted to have like a family tree doesn't start and the family tree starts with the marriage yeah. See, that's beautiful. And I've always wanted to have like a little family tree where it's like Amanda and Lucas Fowler. Absolutely. Gave birth to Lennox and all And I've, people. you know, I've always, I've mom. always wanted to be the grandpa sitting on the fucking rocking chair looking over my, you know, 25 grandkids and being like, look what I started. Yeah. That, that's, that's always, I mean. Yeah. And so I think, I think to your point of like, you know, you, you really do like the tradition of it. The, I, I think that's so beautiful. And I also think that it's important to note that that's not everyone's viewpoint. And that's totally fine. I and Lucas, we both acknowledge that there are so many different dynamics that, that you can have and still feel equally as unified and, and as a family if you don't get married. I mean, yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, we're all different individuals and have completely different views on a lot of things. Same views on the same things. And if you want to get married and have a wedding i hope i'm sure it's going to be beautiful and if you don't want to get married and do whatever the fuck you want to do <laughs> and so i think i think why it's important for for me to go there is because i think you know and then we'll wrap this up because i feel like we've been rambling for forever but i think it's something that is so heavily pressured on on whether you're young parents or your accidental parents if you get pregnant, it's it's so society hammers into you. Oh my god, now you need to get married. Right. And so I just want to to wrap it up by saying like what would you say to somebody who is kind of dealing with that pressure right now? Absolutely. I think like I feel like this is my answer for everything. Communication. 
you know, unexpected parents, if you love each other, talk about marriage, talk about if you, if, if you're ready, if it's, if it's the right time, don't think about the noise. Don't listen to the noise of your family members and everything. Cause you know, I'm sure that's overwhelming, but at the end of the day, the most important thing for your relationship and for your child is for mom and dad and you know, you two to be on the same page and keep that serious, open communication and do what you want to do. And if your family has a problem with it, they'll get over it because if they love you, they'll, it'll be fine, you know? Um, but it's, it's definitely a serious matter as far as the pressure goes. So have the conversation amongst each other. If you think it's right, then do it. And if you're not ready and you want to wait for after the baby, everyone will understand and it'll be okay. And I, I don't have anything to add there because I 100% second everything you said. But in terms of um, when you do decide to get married, I, I just think it's really important to not just get married for the fuck of it and, and like understand what your marriage is going to look like because for me something that was important was like if we're gonna get married i want it to feel like a marriage yeah and my yeah my biggest lesson too what is what you taught me was i thought it was just oh um, um, amanda wants me to put together the ring amanda wants to wear the white dress amanda wants to have this tradition but maybe your fucking woman doesn't you know ask her what her dream wedding would look like you know, maybe you'd be surprised. Maybe she'd be like, I want to wear a red dress. I don't want to wear a white dress. Maybe you'd be like, holy shit. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Maybe that's a conversation that could be fun to have with, with your significant other that don't just assume what kind of wedding they, you know, they want. Don't just assume just because what society tells you what it's supposed to look like. You know, if you want it to look different, that's okay. I got a lavender dress and we're I'm going to be wearing it because what we're going to be doing is we're going to have a big celebration for like our it'll technically be our one year. It'll be our one year marriage or yeah. marriage anniversary. And so we're going to have a big celebration with our family then and I'll wear my dress. But I got a lavender dress because I also was like, fuck a white dress. Um, God, I don't know why I'm like that. Why? Like, honestly, guys, I'm not even joking. I don't try to be like against the grain. It's like literally every cell in my body rejects what society does. I think it's, uh, that TV show ruined it. (laughs) Say yes to the dress. Oh, I never watched it. (laughs) See, I never liked shit like that ever. I hated TLC or something. I hated, I mean, I never was the girl that wanted that like envisioned a big wedding. Like maybe when I was like five, but not when I was like in high school and shit. But anyway, I digress. Um, I, I think it's really important to ask the questions like Lucas was saying. I think something that I did when, so we got married and then we had my sister come over and, and watch Lennox while we went on a date night. And, I brought my journal, but I didn't even bring it into the restaurant because I forgot. But I had written down all these questions that I wanted to. Well, the night before we got married, I like did a bunch of research on like the history of marriage and and like people. The night before, yeah, really? A, a, what if you would have made up your mind like, hey, no, I knew <laughs> the I morning to. of. I did a bunch of research last night, and no. I don't think I want to do this. I knew I still wanted to. I just, I I need to be informed when I do when I do something. So, uh, I yeah, I just. I, re- I really wanted to, one, have this feel 
like a different relationship where we're married now. I wanted it. I wanted to go into it on the same page. And so I asked Lucas a bunch of questions like, what, what do you want our marriage to represent? What are our values? What are our goals as a couple? What, um, I have them all written down and I'll read them because I, I think they're important. But, um, I just, I wanted to make sure that I was getting all of what I wanted in terms of answers from Lucas, because I think it's important to have these conversations, especially when you're people who are like, I like the idea of marriage, but I'm not a hundred percent sold on it. Like right. talk about what the fuck you want your marriage to look like then, because it can look so unique for you. Definitely. That's all you got to add. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I'll go ahead and journal on prompts. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Okay, cool. Anyway, I wrote down some questions like journaling prompts that you can do, but also ones that I suggest if you are going to get married or thinking of getting married, you're not married yet, or maybe you are married and you've never asked these questions to your partner before. These are things that I think are really important to ask. So number one is what do you want your marriage to represent? Number two, what are your shared values? Number three, what expect what expectations do you have for me to uphold? So that was something I asked Lucas because I that is something that was really important for me. When you talk about marriage, it's always like these domestic roles and gender roles intertwined. And I was like, we need to get on the same page. And we've always been on the same page, but I was just like, I don't want to go into this where like, I like I we're defaulting to the domestic roles of like of me being the woman and me making the sandwiches and me <laughs> having the kids and you being the guy who works. You know what I mean? For sure. And so I I was like, what do you? And but then also too, like like Lucas Lucas was saying, is he always envisioned what his wedding was gonna look like, his marriage was gonna look like as a kid. So I think it's important to also ask like. What expectations have you always held for marriage and, and what are they and how can I compromise, you know? Absolutely. Like, I think everyone has expectations that are are valid. So I think that's a really big one is like, what are the expectations that you actually want me to uphold? And then if there are some that I don't really agree with, how can we compromise? I mean, I wouldn't be lying if a, if a nice sandwich was in there every day. Do you not get then. a sandwich? You make some bomb sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, I hate to be stereotypical here, but... You make a damn good sandwich, babe. That's because I put love and I put nutrients into it. You, yeah. When you make a sandwich, you it's do like sourdough, nutrients. mayo, cheese, and ham. That's it. When I make you a sandwich, I do sourdough, I do mayo, I do spinach, I do uh, avocado. Sometimes I'll do pickled onions if we have it. I do mustard. Like I, I give you the works. You do. Is that what? Is that what a wife is? That is that what a wife is entails partly? No, I do it because I fucking care about you not because i'm your goddamn wife anyway it's pretty cool the other questions are what are our goals as not only a couple but a family what dynamic gender roles do we want to uphold and then do you feel comfortable changing your name i think that's a big one too Uh, but the last one too tying it back to you know being accidental parents and having kids is what type of marriage do we want to show our kids i think that's important too that's that's a whole nother fucking podcast right there and we will save it for another podcast but guys that is it we're gonna wrap it up here because i am literally 30 minutes away to being asleep wrapped thank you guys so much for listening episode three big time big time we're married tune in to episode four next week to the accidental parents podcast 
And please leave us a rating and review because it really helps other people find our show. You can follow us at Accidental Parents on Instagram. Follow me at Just Mans and follow Lucas at Lucas Fowler. Thank you so much for listening. Ooh.